0: Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by The Electrical Connection. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. Michelle and Randy and we head to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line blues analyst here on 101 ESPN Joe Vitale joining us as he does every Friday morning good morning sir how you doing Randy doing awesome man doing awesome happy Friday how are you good do you like snow <laughs> I well, I, bet, I, better, I better get used to it I know it's coming here in St. Louis I, you know, I'm a big fan of it um, you know snow to me uh, it, it's got to come and it's got to go pretty quickly though I, I hate I hate snow when it lingers. Like well, I was up in Winnipeg a couple of years ago, and uh, I was up there walking around. there was snow on the on the sidewalks, and I stopped into a Tim Hortons, date eh? and I said, "Hey how you doing, fella?" And he's like, uh, hey, good eh? And I said, uh, "Wow, you guys get some snow." He's like, "Oh, no, sir, no sir, eh." That came about uh, three or four weeks ago, eh? And I was like, three or four weeks ago? Why is it still snowing on the sidewalk? I was like, oh, we just stopped, we stopped shoveling today because it's just so cold and just keeps it coming, eh? And so we had, uh, had my 10 minutes and we had a coffee and we kind of talked about it. I don't know how those people live up there. It just snows and it doesn't go anywhere for like weeks. Hopefully it'll, it'll, the snow is coming this week and it'll go quick, quickly. What is your coffee order? Black, buddy. Black like the Cowboys. Whenever I get a coffee, I always drink it black like the Cowboys and Randy. I always imagine myself on an old Western, our, our, our cattle drive with Billy Crystal. I'm sitting there after a long day of, 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 of riding some cattle from North Dakota down to Texas. I imagine kicking on my, my, my boots. I, I put my, my cowboy hat down over my eyes after a great a great evening of riding, and I just imagine the cattle over the fireplace, pouring in the nice tin cup and drinking it straight black like the cowboys. It's funny. My, my son, we were at Dunkin' Donuts the other day, and he actually got a hot chocolate and a couple of coffees, and, and I sent him to go order. I got I to take a phone call, and I was kind of in the background listening. He goes, Oh, Miss, you know, can I get a hot chocolate and, and, and two coffees? How would you like your coffee, sweetheart? And he goes, you know, like, like the Cowboys like it. just nice and black. And, and she started laughing. So I'm teaching my kids right. <laughs> I love it. Good parenting, Joe. Uh, That's very Yellowstone of you. Well, these Blues, yeah. they, they kind of have a little cowboy in them, Joe. They're gritty. It doesn't matter what happens. They get the job done. Another home win last night. Another come from behind win. And another win when they're missing a lot of key players. I don't want to get too hyped up, but this team, they seem to have that that extra special something, don't they? They really do, and you know, we asked Robert Thomas after the game last night. I go sum up this team, especially recently. H- how is this group still finding ways to win? I mean, especially these last two games. Look, the Dallas Stars a couple games ago, uh, they looked kind of lifeless at times. Power play wasn't there. Five on five was a little bit sloppy, but they ended up winning that game late. And in kind of the same way last night, although I, I thought they were better last night, but you could see something building. And by the third period, there was just no doubt. You felt something was in the air. And I asked him. Robert Thomas on the bench, put, put this in, into one word. What's one word to describe this team when you're late in these games and you guys just look like you guys got this under control? And he said it's just a relentless group. Uh, they, they are just truly relentless. They never give up. They're never scared. They're never nervous. And they never feel like they're going to lose a game. And, you know, and I guess to keep with this uh, Yellowstone Cowboy theme, you know, they remind you a lot of the Coyote. Randy, Michelle, I don't know if you know much about Coyotes. Coyotes are a relentless bunch. OK, this, this, this is true. You can, you can do research about this. You know, hundreds of years ago, there was a big coyote problem in the Midwest. And the government thought, OK, let's go there. And let's kind of let's, let's shoot them. Let's trap them. Let's get rid of them because they're everywhere. Now, what they found is, and this is much like the blues. I'll, I'll tie this all in, in a second. What they found was that the more coyotes they killed, the more that multiplied. And they couldn't figure out why. Now, scientists really broke this down years later. They tried and they figured it out. And they actually nailed it. So at nighttime, I lived in Arizona for four years. You would hear coyotes yipping and yapping all night long. When they're howling, they're not only they're not only, you know, telling the females where they're at, they're not only, you know, basically marking their territory. It's actually a reproductive call, believe it or not. So when a when a coyote howls, other coyotes will howl. And based off of how many coyotes they hear, that's their roll call. That that says to them how many are still alive at the end of each night. Now we, where it really gets interesting is if there's not a lot of howls in the air. Their actual reproductive cycle changes. That's why coyotes, you cannot get rid of them. Because instead of maybe a female having seven pups then that cycle, she may have 12 pups if there weren't as many howls and hoots and yips at that night. They actually tell themselves you need to make more babies. This is crazy. You need to make more babies based off of the communication we've heard over the last X amount of months. So that's why they're very hard to get rid of. Now I'm going to tie back in the blues. You can't get rid of these guys. You you really cannot get rid of this team. They're up against the ropes. And you think they're down and out, and they they find themselves a way to kind of stick with it. Uh, they're a relentless bunch, much like the old Coyotes. Are you surprised that the Arizona Coyotes have never never been able able to develop that sort of a personality? <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. It, no. <laughs> you know, Randy, Michelle, you guys go into buildings. You guys been in the best ballparks in the world. You've been in the best ranks in the world, right? You, you, and I can say this because I played for them. When you walk into Gila River Arena there, and in, in Scottsdale, and I guess now in Glendale, you smell losses on the wall. You don't you know try to say like <laughs> yes. You go you, you go into Wrigley and you just. At times, or whether it be Fenway or even Bush Stadium, Bush Stadium is a perfect example. You walk into Bush Stadium and you just smell victory. It's like it's in the walls, it's in the dirt, it's in like the, the seats. Like you go into TD Bank uh, Garden there in Boston. I remember when the, when the Cup Run was there, you smelled like this this wonderful history of winning. And to me, I think that that culture, it, it infests itself into the building. It infests itself into the people giving out popcorn. It infests itself into the, the security guards. It's everywhere. It's, it, it's in the culture. I mean, you walk in the arena in Arizona, and you smell losses. You smell a losing culture. And what's even cooler about it now is we flip it to the St. Louis Blues, and we talked a lot about culture in the, in the post game last night and how this team, team just does not go away. This building, since that 19 run, to me, it it, it smells victorious. Like, you walk in there, the energy of the people, the energy of the fans, the energy of the coach, everything about it is really this culture that they have really started to create. And that's why when James Neal and Nathan Walker and these players, this next-man-up mentality, how do they keep winning with the next-man-up mentality? Other teams got the uh, next-man-up mentality, and they're not winning. What's the difference? Because here, the next-man mentality, like the Boston Bruins or like the Washington Capitals, Players step in and they want to be a part of this culture. In other places, like Arizona, for example, if you have a player step up, you don't know what that culture is. So players are just out there doing the best they can. So like a James Neal comes in last night, I thought he had a terrific game. Clint Costa moving his body very well. He had a great game as well. You step in to this culture because why? You want to be a part of it. It's much. You realize it's much bigger than yourself, and that's what St. Louis has really started to create here. And, Joe, in addition to what you're saying about how you can smell wins or smell losses in an arena, it's amazing that the Blues were able to handle business at home. They've really made Enterprise Center a tough place for other teams to play with another home victory continuing that streak. Well, they got away from it a little while. There was a little bit of an era where St. Louis was a bit of an easier place to play. I would kind of call it that at the end of the Mike, Mike Yo era, where went, right when I came into the booth, it was a bit, uh, it was a bit softer. This was after the David Backus, barrett Jackman era. I would call it when I was playing against the Blues. I remember Sidney Crosby was that. This was the area that the rink, the arena, and the team he hated playing. I remember coming on the plane and we were talking about coming back to St. Louis. We joke around coming to my parents' house, and he's like, "Yeah, I just, I, I just hate playing the team." And I, I always ask him why. He's like, you know what, Except every face-off back is just going to whack you. You knew going the net, Barrett Jackman, he's just going to make you feel it. And I remember, like, after games, leaving this, I think it was the Keel Center at the Tower, the Sabbath Center probably, but the guys would have ice packs. I mean, you couldn't even put your suit jacket on, like Sid or Gino or Pascal Dupuis or you know, Chris Cooney. I mean, ice around their knees, ice around their elbows, because you felt the wrath. You felt the pain of playing the St. Louis Blues. It was a hard place to pay. It was intimidating. Ryan Reeves was going to fight you. David Backus was going to hit you. Barrett Jackman was going to stick you. At every chance they got, uh, they were going to make you pay for every inch. You're going to earn every single inch. I think the Blues kind of got away from it there for a while after David Backus left, and of course Barrett Jackman retired after going to Nashville. But now it's back. To To me, it really is back. And I think it started with Craig Berube. I think it filtered down to the leadership group of Ryan O'Reilly. He has really done an amazing job of really building that culture. They have a great calmness about their group with the Colton Pereco, you know, Vladimir Terra Single, Shen, really, to me, he really embodies what blues hockey is all about. He'll fight you, he'll hit you, he'll drag guys into the fight. So to me, Yes, Michelle, it is a much difficult place to play now because of the culture like we were just talking about that has been created, and they're doing it on a very consistent basis. Oh, and by the way, don't forget Jordan Biddington. Even when this team is playing bad, he can kind of keep them always in a position to win games as well. So now there is a fear. There's a fear of opponents when they step into this building. We know they're playing the St. Louis Blues, especially here in St. Louis. There is a little bit of that fear, and to me, that's what you have to instill in your opponent before the puck even drops. Joey V, early start tomorrow against Toronto, eh? So uh, don't forget that, 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock pregame here on 101 ESPN. Always good to hear from you, and always good to get some education about something today was Coyotes. Yeah, keep, keep an eye on those Coyotes. Don't don't even try to get rid of them. They're just going to multiply and make more. So just let, leave them be. Let them go. Just let them go like your kids. Just let them go. Let them be who they are. Okay, thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. You too. Have a great day.